everybody. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, bullying is all the rage. Rage directing at bullying, that is. It seems that bullying has gone out of vogue. It used to be a rite of passage. It used to be one of those things that your kid learned to get around to learn how to deal with the world. And then for some reason, bullying went into the extreme sport version, where horrible shit was going on. I mean, there are kids being literally damaged out of this. It used to just be, yeah, shove you into a locker, maybe dip your head in the toilet. You know, good times. But now there's kids that are getting stabbed. They're getting PTSD. It's just a horrible situation. To a certain extent, I used to be in that camp of, you know what, your kid's got to learn how to live in the world. And guess what? The world's not nice, and sometimes it, it may, at random, smack you on the back of the head. And you do need to live with that, or at least learn how to deal with it. But as time goes on, I've also come to that, see the other side of it. The, you know what, why can't a kid just grow up and not have anybody fuck with him? Why can't he just, you know, go to school, deal with puberty, deal with girls, deal with, you know, trying to figure out what the hell he wants to do with the rest of his life, interacting with siblings and parents and friends and all of that shit but not have to deal with somebody, you know, being afraid of somebody shitting all over him and beating him. You know, there's enough kids being beaten by family, but now you got a total stranger at school doing it. I think kids do need to be protected, but they can't be treated like they're made of glass. So where do you draw that line? It's a tough one because you can't, I think all kids are different. I hate the term snowflake in this instance, but it is kind of like snowflakes. You know, each one unique has its own blueprint. But how do you put together a policy for the millions, the masses? Because you'll have one principal who is of the old school that, oh, boys will be boys or girls will be girls. They're kids. Let them sort it out to the point that, you know, kids are getting stabbed. Kids are getting, you know, permanently disfigured. There was one kid that had the word faggot prison tattooed on his ass over the course of a week. Principal knew about it did nothing. School system was sued. Kid got millions. Should it have come to that is the issue. I think the second my mother found out about this on day one, the school may have been burnt to the ground. My parents were ferociously protective of me, but I was still allowed to get my ass kicked. I don't know how that works. But, uh, and it is weird because you can be bullied and view it differently. I mean, I once had a teacher that I slept in his class picked me up, threw me into the wall, and as I bounced off the wall, backhanded me. And yet to this day, I still revere him as the greatest teacher I ever had. It's a weird like Helsinki syndrome type thing where I never screwed around in his class again. I paid attention, and that man taught me more about the English language than anybody else on the planet. I have written over the course of my short story, horrible novels, and blogging career over a million words. I directly attribute it to him. Phenomenal man. I won't mention him here because that's not what this is about. But when it comes to bullying, someone is supposed to protect you. And what happens when that one person is your bully? Then all hell breaks loose. And that's why today's episode is called The Last Bully You Would Expect on today's Caffeinated Humor.
sit like you're retarded. What a crappy line to hear early in the morning. Bullying is going the way of the dodo in the USA. Stars are coming out against it. Documentaries are being made. And the government is now getting involved. Look into the war on drugs and you'll see how good the government is at fixing social behaviors. I straddle an odd little fence on this subject. I've been bullied. And yeah, it does suck. I've also been a bully at times. You know, not proud of that, but full disclosure, it is what it is. It seems like a current train of thought is, well, if we just let the bully know that he's hurting someone else's feelings, he'll stop. Do yourself a favor, pull Dr. Phil's head out of your ass and think about that one for a moment. Bullies, at least in my experience, are compensating for something. They're bigger than everybody else, maybe fat, maybe just taller than everybody else at an insecure time of childhood. They might have something noticeably embarrassing, like a huge hairy mole on their face. And before you dismiss this one, I don't blow it off. It humiliated the kid that had it to the point that he was like a rage-filled animal at all times during grade school. Now they might have a parent abusing them at home and this is how they're acting out. Whatever the reason, they're almost always in hell and shit rolls downhill. However, bullying shares that hell and now there's two of you going downhill. I'm going to hop off my soapbox for a minute and I'm going to tell you why. The shitty line at the opening? Somebody just said that to the sloppy looking kid at the next table. He's in his late teens by the look of it and not the sharpest tool in the shed, also by the looks of it. The bully resembles him enough that I'm going to guess eh, she's mom. Sometimes a bully is the person that's supposed to protect you from bullies. What do you do then? Evidently, the boy is not committed to going to college or ponying up a solid idea for gainful employment. I went through this period with my oldest, and it's a tense time. Just a little bit of context there. She flew through that period with flying colors, by the way. Now, the boy's name appears to be Danny. Anyway, Danny has never graduated from the sullen eyes downcast method of dealing with mom's dressing down. And she really is a rotten bitch about it. I've only been listening for a few minutes, but I know every fault he has just from listening to mom. But I never heard one positive thing about him from her. While you want him to grow a spine and put that bitch in her place, a spine is something you grow and develop throughout your childhood, but it's kind of like a plant. You have to water it. You have to, you know, feed it so that it grows. You know, you raise your kids to be grown-ups and stand on their own two feet if you're a parent. But if you're just a rotten human being, you're raising that plant in the desert and they don't grow if you give them absolutely nothing to grow on, no water, no food. Talk to my oldest sometime. She's got a quieter personality than me, but every bit as vicious a sense of humor and has a subtle way of manipulation that I envy. You know, I feel bad for Danny, I really do. Some people are dealt the crap hand of parents in life. Now hopefully when he finally gets out on his own, he puts this miserable hag behind him and gets on with life. The odds are against it, but I can wish that for him. Good luck, Danny. Your mom's a piece of work. Time for coffee. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. 
Take care and have a great day.